0: You're listening to let's stay together anime break the sub-series of let's stay together where we talk about the 2019 anime fruits basket i'm ellen and i'm kayla i just realized in our notes all this time it says i'm ellen and this is kayla i don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway
1: I'm my own person i can introduce myself
0: i know you have you have your own thoughts and feelings and whatnot <laughs> strong independent podcaster yes <laughs> <laughs> you're a fully self-actualized podcaster <laughs> <laughs> Today, we're discussing Season 2, Episode 23, Fruits Basket, which was called It's Cinderella-ish. What was it in the title? Wasn't it different? Cinderella-esque? No, no, no. It, was, it wasn't It was Cinderella-ish. I think it just said, it just said Cinderella-ish. So, it's, okay. it's Cinderella-ish. Cinderella-ish. <laughs> eh. It was Cinderella-ish. So, we're doing our summary and spoiler-free discussion, and then spoiler discussion like we always do, every time. Yay. this episode yay this episode <laughs> covered chapters 88 and 89 of the manga which we covered in our glorious podcast episode number 46 which is called these feelings spread like, spread like ripples because the, the titles for the podcast episodes are all quotes as opposed to i don't know i guess i could have called it "A sort of cinderella or something like <laughs> that but i don't know whatever like subtitle the sort of cinderella, cinderella basically. <laughs> yeah exactly and uh as as lum pointed out in our when we were on uh guest interviewing or guest hosting manga mavericks recently we did a um like an audio drama i guess you could call it of the play <laughs> so if you haven't if you only listen to the anime episodes and you haven't listened to that i highly recommend that you go back and listen to that one because i listened to it again and it was hilarious we recorded it in like february we were so happy back then i wonder yeah. what happened <laughs> it's a more innocent time <laughs> i know <laughs> so anyway i highly recommend that if you want to go back to the happy days in <laughs> February <the laughs> <laughs> and also just listen to our beautiful uh, rendition of Sword of Cinderella where we had our friends help us, which was good. It was really funny. <clears throat> I highly recommend it. Anyway, this episode opens with Kisa and Hiro heading to the school to watch Toru Yuki and Kyo's play. Hiro warns Kisa to be careful, but she says she she promises she won't bump into anyone. It's not what I meant, he thinks, as some creeps creep Kisa from behind them. The entrance sign is covered in a mixed font, which somehow seems like a threat, Haru and Momiji meet them at the gate. Haru picks up Kisa to carry her, which annoys Hiro, but he has to endure it, otherwise he'll never become a man. <laughs> Momiji wears a camcorder he's carrying at Kisa and Hiro, and tells Hiro that he'll bump into someone if he keeps standing around like that. Momiji drops the camera and turns out that Megumi, Hana's brother, is standing right behind him. He drifts into the school, also armed with a camcorder. The kids hurry to get seats. Hiro asks what play the kids are doing. Cinderella-ish, Momiji says. What's that supposed to mean? Hiro asks. The kids sit and the play begins. A narrator stands to the side and announces, oh yeah, I'm going to do all the acting myself this time. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> a narrator stands to the side and announces, once upon a time, there was a beautiful girl named Cinderella. She was constantly tormented by her stepmother and stepsister. The curtain lifts. Toru and Winami enter in like audacious dresses that Ayame provided for their <laughs> costumes. Everyone's costume was was ridiculous, and some of them had multiple costumes, which was really funny. Well, he did ask how many how many uh, costume changes he was gonna have. <laughs> I think the only ones who had costume changes were Toru Minami and Hana, like Cinderella mm-hmm. the stepsister and stepmother. So, <laughs> unfortunately for us, because then we only got to see their dresses. Minami, the evil stepmother, calls for Cinderella. Has she finished their dresses for the ball tonight? Hanajima, who's playing Cinderella, sits and sips tea. She explains that an amateur like her couldn't make a dress. Instead of making dresses, offers tea to Toru, her stepsister. This Cinderella's boss, the audience thinks. <laughs> the narrator explains that it was rumored that the ball was being held for the prince to find a bride. And of course, the stepmother was eager to have her daughter marry into the royal family. Minami complains about Hana and Toru sipping tea and how the story won't go anywhere if they don't think- take things seriously, then drags Toru off stage. You leave me no choice, Minami says and drags Toru off. Tore screams a precious scream in the background. <laughs> Finish those dresses quickly if you want your sister back. <laughs> because of some prince's ball, my sister, I'll never forgive the prince, Hanna says. And though she never met him, Cinderella falls deeply in love with the prince, the narrator says. <laughs> I don't I think this I think the script is like almost exactly the same as in the manga, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. All the good jokes were there. Like the narrator's
1: like completely like <laughs> over it expression yes the
0: whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well everybody went to rehearsal except for kyo so they are probably all tired of them fussing around i must slip into the castle but first i have to finish those dresses hana says all is well a voice says and a spotlight shines on yuki the fairy godmother who's lowered onto the stage i have a question why is why is the fairy godmother carrying a broom <laughs> he was like holding a broom
1: i guess it's like a witch thing <laughs> i guess
0: I don't know, I just thought it was funny. Do fairy godmothers need brooms for things? <laughs> Maybe, Maybe he flies yeah. on a broom. Maybe he's a witch and a fairy godmother. A part-time witch. A part-time witch, yeah. Exactly. He also Isn't has like a part-time... is time... Isn't
1: that the plot of Kiki's delivery service? <laughs> I was gonna say he has a part delivery service.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's Yuki's a delivery service. Yuki's delivery
0: service. <laughs> 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 he's a little rat companion for- instead of yeah. Gigi. <laughs> i'm your um fairy godmother he stutters through a barrage of camera flashes and squeeze from the audience i hate to say it but that's not much of a self-introduction hana says oh kind-hearted cinderella he says i will grant you one wish tonight burn down the castle to ashes hana says that's a crime try again with a kinder purer wish yuki says <laughs> pure i want to eat yakiniku she says and yuki is like that's not what i meant Minami, the evil stepmother, returns, dragging Toru to see if the dresses are done, and two slightly fancier dresses have appeared on stage, because they're already <laughs> wearing fancy dresses. Anyway, Did you really make them? Minami says, and Toru compliments how lovely they are and how skilled Hanajima is. Thank you. I'm glad you like my handmade dresses, Hana says. <laughs> she just took all the credit, the audience thinks. Minami drags Toru off to the ball, but Hana, Minami says, we'll stay home. Good job, fairy godmother, Hana says, after they leave, and Yuki returns to her side. Now tell me your wish, Cinderella, Yuki says yucky neat right <laughs> you'll head to, straight to the ball in a pumpkin carriage yuki says interrupting her and cinderella heads to the ball <laughs> the set changes to the ball students dance on the stage together at the top of a set of stairs near a throne uo stands beside a grumpy kyo wife that disgruntled to look off her face we're having this ball for you go and find yourself a good catch shadow i'm not interested he says this is exactly why you're still a virgin uo says much to the horror of the students Bushumar, in the audience <laughs> like
1: you know, like you know, like hero is especially scandalized <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> But Miji is like giddy. They're, like, Womiji yeah. and Haru are like excited. It's really funny. <laughs> They're like, this is the best thing I've seen
1: all year. <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> it was the best thing I've, I've seen all year, for sure. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Do you have no shame? Kyo grumps back. And they continue to argue while the narrator says, Despite the urging of his fellow prince, the prince would not dance. Several girls invite him to dance and he refuses. Toruas laughs. I said I don't want to dance, he shouts oh excuse me she says and she exits and he's like what of course he curtly refused to dance with the stepsister as well the narrator says the livelier the ball became the more downcast the prince became hana arrives on stage again in a completely black dress and sparkling glass slippers the prince fell in love with cinderella at first sight and asked her to dance the narrator says kill grumps a table of sizzling yakiniku has been moved to the front of the stage and hanajima approaches it kill grumbles and stands up hey he shouts like he's challenging her to a duel dance with me <laughs> complete with like Yu-Gi-Oh! style animation where he like holds out his hand <laughs> huh hana says she refused kyo says and uo is like why do you sound so relieved the narrator goes kyo to try again he struggles to make conversation with hana may we talk talk she says very well the waves tonight give the brain a good tingle don't you think i'm begging you please choose an easier topic of conversation kyo says <laughs> fortunately for him the clock chimes midnight and hana hands him her glass slipper and chopsticks that she was using and departs <laughs> Knowing the spell were off at midnight, Cinderella woefully tore herself away from the prince, the narrator says. I wanted to eat more meat, Hana says as so she exits. <laughs> <laughs> Uo, the other prince, tells Kyo to use the slipper to find her, which of course he doesn't want to do. She smacks him with the shoe. You're gonna let the chance to see her again go to waste? There are people out there who can't see the ones they wish to see. and The kids backstage in the audience are all taken aback by U- Uo's fervor. I want to see him. I want to see him. Come and see me, damn it!" she yells. Though the urging was tinged with personal feelings, the narrator says, the prince was persuaded by his fellow prince. So the prince traveled throughout the kingdom, making all the young women try on the glass slipper. And the, the Uo and Kyo and a, I don't know, a prince's attendant arrive at Cinderella's house. Toru tries on the slipper, but it doesn't fit her. The prince's attendant asks if there are any other young women in the house, which Minami declines. Sweet, let's go, Kyo says, and tries <laughs> to walk off. Wait, Toru says, you haven't seen cinderella son yet. And Kyo grabs Toru's cheeks and is like, don't say that. Stop your violence, Hana says, entering the stage carrying more food. (laughs) She says the slipper is the one that she left. Hana knows why he's come. He's here to ask for her sister's hand in marriage. What? You idiot! Of course not! Kyo shouts, and the attendant is like, Ah, that is kind of why you're here. Then you're here to ask me? What a nightmare, Hana says, and Kyo's like, It'd be hell. Then what do you want? Do you plan to keep deceiving yourself forever, locked inside the castle until you die? So what if I do? Does that hurt anyone? I can decide whatever I want for my- I- I don't want- don't want Toru interrupts and then covers her mouth sorry please forget I said that sorry for the interruption please continue the story I don't want Kyo thinks Toru's words echoing in his mind I'm aware of your situation Yuki says as he's lifted up on a stage from below and Kyo jumps away surprise (laughs) I laughed out loud at that (laughs) yes Yuki has um during the play he has like the best entrances where it's like the first time he like comes from the ceiling and the second time he like comes from below the stage I was like this is a fancy high school performance (laughs) just saying nobody ever like walks on and off stage you know
1: kyo like jumps in the air with like a cat screech
0: yes (laughs) and he's like shaking the whole time in the background for a couple minutes or whatever my loyal servant you're finally here hana says i'm not your servant he says anyway i know a marriage between you and the prince would not fare well let me ask again what do you truly wish for i want to run a yakiniku shop with my sister she says prince you will back the shop yuki says and kyo is like hey you're the one who's supposed to grant wishes prince i won't ask what you wish for make sure your wish comes true with your own strength yuki says the cast stand together on stage the curtain lowers and the narrator concludes thus though cinderella and the prince parted ways the yakiniku shop flourished and cinderella who proved that women can live securely without relying on marriage lived happily ever after (laughs) (laughs) yay (laughs) it was very good i enjoyed the play (laughs) yeah it was good yeah (laughs) After the play backstage, Kyo immediately strips off his prince shirt and he hears a familiar voice and turns to see that Shisho is chatting with Hana, who introduces herself. Kyo staggers over to them in shock. "'I believe the play was a success only because I had him as my counterpart,' Hana says to Shisho. She turns with a bright smile to Kyo and says, "'Thank you, Kyo-kun,' which she never ever calls him. <laughs> she tells Shisho that she needs to go change. "'I hope we meet again,' she says. Yes, yeah, see you,' Shisho says. He says to Kyo that he has an endearing classmate. Kyo panics and grabs Shisho's arm and yells, "'Shisho, please don't get married!'' What are you saying out of the blue? He says, patting Kyo's head. You're still such a child, huh? Man, you're so clueless. Kyo says. Then he wonders who told Shisho about this in the first place. Hmm. I wonder. Haru says, showing up and leaning on Shisho. Kyo grabs Haru and nuggies him. It's embarrassing, he says. And Haru says, "I thought it would make Shihan happy." Ow. <laughs> the whole time kyo's nugging him, he's just like, "Ow, ow." <laughs> <laughs> Shisho says that he needs to head out, and K- he says that he'd like to say hello to Toru first, though. And does, as if Kyo knows where she is, Kyo remembers her outburst from the play. Don't know, it's not my job to keep Taz on her at all times, he grumps. I see. I can see her some other time, Shisho says. Kyo tells him to wait, he'll to get changed, and he'll walk him out. It can't be true, Kyo thinks, while he leaves. In the bathroom, elsewhere, Uo scream sneezes her way out of a stall. <laughs> which is exactly what I said before, and it was exactly what happened this time. <laughs> Toru panics and asks if she's sick, which she says is just allergies. Tora says that she was a cool prince, and Uo says that she was cute, too. Tora remembers her shouting, Come and see me, damn it!" on the stage. Uo says that she's going to try to catch the next play, and Tora starts to ask her about it, but then hesitates, and instead says she's going to see Momiji and the others. Uo takes off to watch Mito-Koman. It's the last time we've talked about mito Koman ever again. I mean... <laughs> Kisa and Tora reunite in a big, heart-filled hug in the hallway after Uo leaves. The others greet her and congratulate her and tell her she was cute, etc., etc. Et a costume mogeta arrives in the background, and Kisa and Hiro go to meet it. Luigi um, tells Toru that he recorded the play and that they can watch it together later. She asks if she can get a DVD later, and he says, "Sure, I should give one to Karino, right?" Luigi um, whispers to her. How did you know? Toru asks. Was I right? I knew it. I'm so amazing. I'm a great detective. Gramps is always alone. Luigi <laughs> um, says. That's mixed up. Hiro thinks, and it was a nearly normal statement. Hero thinks. Luigi um, tells Toru that he figured out. He figured it out from what. Ariza shouted on stage. I was thinking that even if it might not be tomorrow or the day after that, I have a way higher chance of passing him than you do. So leave it to me. Haru reminds Womiji that it's almost time for their shift in their class and Tori takes over watching Hiro and Kisa. Haru tells her to watch Kisa carefully and tells Hiro to be careful too. Haru, you really are kind to everybody, Hiro shouts, but that's probably why you made Rin sad. And he suddenly realizes he said too much and thinks, I'm such an idiot, I lost my temper again and took it out on him. I I wasn't going to do that again. Haru asks why he's mentioning Rin. Ah, and I'm not supposed to know what they're dating, Hiro thinks. Don't tell me. You're in love with Rin, Hiro asks. What are you talking about? You can't be serious. You're such an idiot, Hiro says. Let's go, Kisa. And he takes off. Could Isuzu-san and Hatsaru-san? Toru thinks. Hiro-chan likes isuzu and chan Kisa says quietly. Drama. <laughs> Elsewhere... Yuki returns to the student council room. Kimi, in her bubbly voice, asks how the play went and says that she wanted to wear a dress too, and asks if she could maybe borrow one, but now Ever the Grump complains that all the about all the issues that have happened and how Kakeru has resolved them but hasn't returned and Machi's also missing, and he kicks Yuki out to go on patrol and find them. <laughs> Around a corner, Yuki sees some girls bullying Machi. Say something, are you deaf? One shouts. Ma, Yuki starts to say, but Kakiru stops him by slapping his face. Spotted some bullying, huh? He says. Yuki asks what Kaku's doing. He says he's on patrol while eating Yakisoba, of course. <laughs> Yuki says that they have to stop the bullying, but Kaku stops him by kicking the wall in front of him, which we have said is a don in our <laughs> in our episode before. <laughs> he says a man getting involved in a <laughs> I stand by it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean he kicked the wall and made a don. That's a kabe don. Like you can't dispute can't be disputed. A man getting involved in a woman's dispute only adds fuel to the fire, he says. Plus, you're the cost of the dispute, union. Look, it's kind of to ignore someone from the start, than half-heartedly try to comfort them and be nice to them, Kakuri says. And if they're mean to her, she needs to talk back. It's partly her fault for not being able to talk back. That's a fair argument, Yuki says. It's idealistic, and his hands clench into a fist. And there are people out there who get crushed by that logic. I guess I'll up a plan, Kakuri says. Stop it if it gets physical, and he leaves. Uh, Yuki's attention returns to the girls You said yourself the other day that Soma Senpai isn't a prince One of the girls says to Machi Yeah because that's what I think Machi says is that a problem You bet it is one of the girls says you've no right to think that way Apologize I'm sorry Machi says don't just apologize Like that they shout And they ask if she likes Yuki Like she says and they tell her And they ask how she feels about him He's an airhead she says <laughs> and, he's, and he seems lonely Even though he's surrounded by many people And called a prince he seems lonely What's that supposed to mean, they say, and one of the girls shoves Machi. Yuki turns like he's about to intervene, but an announcement comes over the PA system. At three o'clock, they'll be having a photo op with a student council president in front of the student council room. Why not take a picture with the president to remember the festival? Please keep in mind that the photo op is first come, first served. And the girls, of course, had no idea this was happening and split to get their spots in line for the photo shoot. (laughs) Yuki looks annoyed, and Kakuri returns and says that he went straight to the broadcast committee for that little trick. But now I have to do a photo shoot, Yuki gripes. Come on, it's for Machi, Kakuri says and slaps her shoulder. Machi said I'm an airhead. She says I'm not a prince. Oh, I see. I get it, Kakeru says. That's what she meant when she said back then. And he remembers when they first saw Yuki, pass Yuki in the hallway when we first met them. Probably last season. I don't even remember when it was. It was a long time ago. Back when they were mysterious strangers. You know, when they were just a dude with a folder and a girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not a prince, huh? It's most appropriate, don't you think? Princess, Kakeru says. And Yuki drags him off by the ear. <laughs> <laughs> Back on the school grounds, Keo finds Toru bringing food to Hiro and Kisa so they can stay out of the crowds. An awkward silence passes between them, and they both say, uh, at the same time. And then Toru hurriedly asks how he's enjoying the festival. Kyo tells her that Shisho came, and as they walk off together, he thinks, no, it couldn't be. And she thinks, I won't. And the episode ends on them, thinking in unison, let myself think it. And we cut to the credits. Dun-dun-dun. dun dun, dun. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> So many dun-dun-duns. Dun, we should have said dun-dun-dun. <laughs> dun, <laughs> yeah. Well, it also had that, like the Torn sort of like effect that they mm-hmm. use in the manga, too. That was used in the manga, too. So it was dramatic. All their feelings are also dramatic. <laughs> so many feelings. There's a lot of feelings. <laughs> All their on stage feelings were revealed. Yeah. <laughs> Not just Toru and Kyo. I mean, Kyo's, Kyo didn't really reveal any feels on stage, mm-hmm. except for his feelings <laughs> of sadness. <started>. <laughs> 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 that he doesn't like, want to marry yeah. Hana. I mean,. <laughs>
1: So I was the bit where he, like, when he, like, snaps at Toru, but mm-hmm. then, like, dance like, and he's, like, wait, and then was like, of course he refused to dance <laughs> with, with his step-sister, too. Yeah, and
0: then it was like, <laughs> refuse to dance with her. Yeah. <laughs> I like how they're like, that is the lion prince, or whatever, like, a couple yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, I do always like that part, too, where he's like, wait. Yeah, it makes it so clear that, like, uh, like everyone
1: knows what's going on here.
0: Yeah, no, everybody but them. <laughs> Because then at the end of the episode, he's like, there's no way that she thinks that. And it's like, bro, where have you been the last, like, three yeah. episodes? like, what are you doing, you know? I mean, I think he knows he's just in denial because yeah. like, of his, <laughs> his feelings of guilt and whatever that are sort of not clear at this point. But he, he doesn't want to like her. He's just yeah. like, you know, I guess he doesn't want her to like him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's
1: okay with his own feelings. Yeah. But he's, like, terrified of... The thought of them being returned.
0: Yeah, how could somebody like him? I mean yeah. <laughs> there's it's nothing impossible. They'd like he's a horrible monster or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so there's that. There's that whole situation. You're right, that is revealed on stage, but <laughs> yeah, the kids definitely know what's going on between them. They just don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the they had the reaction to Uo's like outburst. Where all the mm-hmm. kids in the audience are like, "Oh, like mm-hmm. she's upset about something." Yeah, yeah. Like so, they had like, like some of the backstage
1: classmates who like, like know her, like actually look like worried for a second. And mm-hmm. you see like Momiji notice it also.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. There's a uh, Momiji's little reaction too. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Ooh!" And I can't remember if they had. I think there was definitely like if there was some some reaction shots to ooh. Or they if it showed, shown later. I, forget. I think they showed
1: Toru's reaction.
0: Yeah, but not the other thing I don't
1: think they showed anybody else's. And then, yeah, like, no. you know, Do you notice? because he says so later on. But Yes.
0: But yeah, I like how they had that, too. Mm-hmm. A little extra reaction for Uo. Because she just wants to see someone that she can't see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think that Kareno would leave a glass slipper? If, you... <laughs> <laughs> if he did, it would be an accident. <laughs> Genuinely. yeah. <laughs> Like, oh no, my slippers. Like two days later he's like, Where's my shoe? <laughs> How did I make it here with just one shoe and not notice? <laughs> and then of course Toru's outburst, the most um iconic
1: mm-hmm. I guess.
0: There's like Uo's and then Toru's where she's like or Kyo is like, Who would it hurt if I like stayed in my castle forever or whatever? Mm-hmm. And she's like, Me, it would hurt me. I mean, never mind, just kidding. <laughs>
1: yeah. I love her like violent backpedal as she yes. <laughs> scurries back away from the center of the stage. She's she's like, like sorry go
0: on. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. With her arms like outstretched. like yeah. <laughs> The play, the execution of the play was hilarious and wonderful. It left nothing to be desired in the best possible way. Yeah. Like, how much
1: of it is just like the the non drama kids trying to usher everything forward? <laughs>
0: yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, the people with just regular high school drama instead of yeah, <laughs> somewhat family high school drama. Yeah, well, like, even so, anyway, any... they went to the ball. Yeah, <laughs> Yuki too was like, <laughs> yeah. To... Hana's like, I want Yakiniku, and he's like, so you'll go to the carriage, or you go yeah. to the you'll go to the ball in a pumpkin carriage. Mm-hmm. Let's whisk you away. Yeah, yeah, and then him showing up at the end to be like, so yeah, I overheard all that. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> you wish. <laughs> <laughs> you wish just to have a have Yakiniku shop. Okay, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he's sassy to to Kyo. Somebody mm-hmm. needs to be sassy to him. <laughs>
1: yeah. I like how they made it like I mean, there was always that kind of like tone to it in the manga, but it made it seem like Yuki's like really just deliberately going like get your shit together, man. Yeah, basically.
0: In <laughs> Everyone in the in the audience is like, Whoa, amazing judgment. But yeah. Mm-hmm. He definitely that's definitely also personally motivated. I think mm-hmm. they just don't know. <laughs> it's does personally motivated as. Um I like how the narrator was like, even though her, the prince's words, other prince's words were tinged with <laughs> like personal issues or whatever it said. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, I did want to say I loved uh, Hanna's whole family in the audience. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, of course. I think we,
1: we saw Megumi in the, um, in the manga, but I don't think we saw the rest of her family. Oh, but, like, <laughs> they were there. Yeah. Like they're all there and like her mom's like enthusiastically clapping <laughs> and, like, <laughs> when she like shows up in the black dress and everything.
0: It's, it's cute. I'm sure all their, all the good kids' parents were there. All the kids' parents, mm-hmm. had, all the kids' good parents were there. Yes, <laughs> Shisho was there in the um, in the manga. He said he had some kind of like emergency and he couldn't see the actual play, but I guess it's implied that he was there, and watched the play this time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but he was there in the scene after where they, where Kyo talks to him. Yeah, and tells him not to get married. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, the anime one made one little tiny thing in that conversation clear that i didn't quite like get in the manga where it's like i see where he's like noogieing haru and Mm. he says like he says like you'd be embarrassed to have your parents see it too Mm. and like like cosmo kind of like looks startled and then like smiles like he's like oh he's happy to be he's like his parent parent. (laughs) yeah exactly yeah i
0: was like oh it had that little like
1: reaction from him in the manga but it's hard to tell what it was in reaction to Mm -hmm. since it wasn't
0: like lined up to the dialogue Mm -hmm. you
1: know being a a manga
0: yes <laughs> yeah you had to have one panel with dialogue and then one panel of shisho's face <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that was cute <laughs> yeah he's like oh he think he's embarrassed because i'm his parent <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> shisho was topped in top dad form this time yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um he's after hana is like after he's like don't get married shisho is like Oh, you're still like a worrisome little child, or whatever, or something like that. And, like, pats his head. It was really cute. Yeah. Yes, I always enjoyed that little scene. Then he's all, then Kyo's all sassy when she shows us to see Toru, but whatever, mm-hmm. you know. It's because he's in love. Yeah. And now he knows that Toru's also in love with him and can't deny it anymore, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to keep denying it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they were only a third of the way through the series, so, you know, <laughs> there's more denial yet to come, I'm sure. I was also like the scene where they meet after and it's super awkward i mean we described as being dramatic but they're like hey what's up uh and they're just like it's like awkward silence and stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) now they know the other one knows that they know that they know you know (laughs) (laughs) oh we also have to talk about about yuki after the Mm. after the play so yuki goes back to the student council room and now is of course grumpy as expected Extra grumpy, Like, just, like,
1: aggressive, uh, abusive, his mechanical pencil. Yeah, pencil
0: snapping. <laughs> it's somehow, like,
1: ten times funnier that it's a mechanical pencil instead of a pen.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, you can't snap you, like, a pen. He, like, clicks the
1: lead all the way out and then, like, snaps it That's on the table.
0: <laughs> well, like, Hakimi's in the background, like, oh, Union, the play was so great. Oh, I want to wear a dress like you, Union. Well, now I was trying to, like, talk to him about real stuff.
1: how he like physically shoves yuki out the door to go bring kakiru and machi back
0: yes (laughs) and then he discovers the bullying the scene of the bullying Mm -hmm. oh i think it's interesting i mean well we always get to see we get to see yuki's like reaction to machi describing him as like lonely Mm -hmm. and whatever which is um i mean i think that's like how he feels about himself so Mm -hmm. she's the only person who ever seemed to notice or like Maybe even, I don't know if it's, maybe other people notice, but they just don't choose not to see him that way, like all the Prince Yuki people. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's the only one who ever, like, kind of noticed how he really feels, it seems. Yeah. So it's also touching. Mm-hmm. Just as touching as screaming on stage about your feelings. <laughs> yeah. I also like how it seems like, it can kind of seem
1: like Kakuri's being kind of, like, callous toward her, but it also mm. seems like he's, like, being, like, concerned for, like, like, obviously not, not strung along isn't the right word, but, like, about, like, like Yuki being, like, nice to her without following through, like. Mm. Like, it seems like he's like kinda of concerned about that. It's like
0: <laughs> Yeah, he's concerned about like just for
1: Machi's like for Machi's sake.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I always thought that that part was kind of interesting and hard to understand. But like mm-hmm. yeah, he's concerned about about Machi and we know they're siblings. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think he just like doesn't want someone to just be like he says like half heartedly or just kind of like not fully nice without really caring about her, I guess. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I don't think Yuki would do, but I mean I think um I can see why Kakeru would be concerned about that, mm-hmm. and he also, I think, he does want her to stand up for herself. Yeah, like she doesn't. He doesn't want somebody to just come in and like fix this one time because like it's not gonna. Yeah. Not going to always. I don't know. Might not always stop the problems, right? And mm-hmm. um... yeah, he sort of like.
1: But yeah, I feel like in a way he's kind of like. It's like, are you going to like commit to this situation here? Or... Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Yuki's going to help also when you're around and it's convenient. Like, kind of in denial too, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah also he's right the fight is about him so him being there wouldn't necessarily like help i don't think so yeah <laughs> but yuki's helped her other times i think i mean he kind mm-hmm. of like he stood up for her yeah but yeah i don't know anyway it mm-hmm. is interesting then and it does seem like he's kind of being mean but i think he's genuinely Cocker's genuinely concerned for manki mm-hmm. yeah because
1: i think we've seen like from that scene where he talked about like their relationship to yuki for the first time that like he doesn't quite know how to help her even though yeah. he yeah she wants to and keeps trying so
0: yeah that's true so he doesn't want uh, but he also on at the same time doesn't want somebody to just be like half-heartedly interested in mm-hmm. in her as a yeah. friend or otherwise I guess kind of nice how Kakiru is like trying to <laughs> you know watch her from the sidelines and make sure that she's okay because obviously Machi has mm-hmm. problems at school like and obviously outside of school we don't know exactly what they are yet but mm-hmm. um, you know something's going on with her so it's nice that he's there trying to help her in some way Mm-mm. But also, as a teenager, you don't know how to like how people do stuff. I mean, even as an adult, I guess. So, yeah, you know, it's not unreasonable that he would be like, Yeah, don't butt in unless you're gonna be committed to being nice mm-hmm. to her, I guess. Yeah,
1: teenagers are complicated.
0: Yeah, no, feelings are so hard. <laughs> but then, of course, they get lured away with the photo shoot, which is great. <laughs> good, smart move on Kahiru's part. Yeah, then nobody had to step in.
1: Yuki <laughs> like, wearily acknowledging that it was a good plan, <laughs> even though he's not happy about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a, it was a pretty good plan. Yeah. It definitely helped. Yeah, there's no real, like, resolution. Machi just kind of walks away, like, Yuki doesn't talk to her after anything, so we don't really know what's going on with her after the yeah. end of this episode. Because mm-hmm. now they have to do a photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has to go do a photo shoot. He won't be able to find out until later, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like three hours later. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's still a line around the school. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other stuff that you want to talk about that's not spoilery?
1: Oh, I like that Hana had a stagehand just for her food. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: she she comes out carrying like the sec- the second thing, which I think is like fried rice or pasta or mm-hmm. something. Can't tell exactly yeah. what it and is. And she
1: like speaks with her mouth full yes. and then, like, hands it off to a stagehand who takes yes. it and whisks it away.
0: Yes. <laughs> I like how they all yelled, like, no flash photography or whatever when they're all taking photos of Yuki, which is hilarious. Yeah. The only one who gets photographed the whole time is Yuki. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I guess everybody has their camcorders because they're smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like camcorders are so funny. I haven't seen one in so long. Mm-hmm. I guess people still have them for their school plays. For their kids' school plays. <laughs>
1: yeah. Some people still do them when they're, they're still like, it's like, oh, I want to get something nicer than my... My cell phone? My cell phone video my broken up into like a bunch of 10-minute <laughs> videos because <laughs> my
0: battery died. <laughs> <laughs> or just Momiji live streaming it. <laughs> yeah. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> like this yo this place going out to all my fans on youtube <laughs> posted as like 50 vines yeah basically <laughs> okay i guess time to talk about spoilers next time we're gonna talk about episode 24 which is called you're here machi <laughs> yay so she is <laughs> yes so i guess she'll be there next time too she didn't disappear forever after the voice yes.
1: and <laughs> just walk out out of the school, down yeah. the road. And it explode like an NPC. Back. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, we'll talk about that next time. I guess we'll see you all then. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, we're back to talk about spoilers. Yay. Spoilers. Luigi's Carino... going to give the DVD to Corano. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I guess they'll probably do that soon. Because, like, so I looked up this, um, I assume that this Machi thing is from the time Let me pull up my my volume that I was looking at before because the next chapters after after the end of the play was about Kyoko and Katsuya. Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah, we're just going to skip that. Yeah, we're skipping the
1: Kyoko Katsuya stuff. There's no makes way they could makes
0: sense. It's a lot of time. It's probably two exactly episodes. Right now, yeah. So it looks like chapter 94 is the one So where you get Machi's is like backstory. Yeah. It's the student council goes to like hang out <laughs> and then it's the chapter after that is new year's so maybe they'll do that because that's when will g gives kareno the dvd
1: mm-hmm. yeah i
0: think i saw um
1: something Almost? new year's-esque from one of the promo images okay i
0: haven't seen it i haven't seen the promos yet yeah so i assume they'll do 94 and 95 and then probably after that'll be the last episode will be the Oops, akito is a lady reveal <laughs> and dramatically <gasps> I mean it's a good dramatic ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like chapter 90. Yeah, 96 and 97. Yeah, so that would mm-hmm. that would position yeah, it perfectly like... for that. Yeah, cuz they had like the student council thing and then
1: like the New Year's stuff and we have a little bit of like craneo foreshadowing in New Year's. Mm-hmm. And then I think it goes into their meeting. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. that's when he gets DVD. Is
0: that New Year's? Yep. So I think that'll be that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. Well predicted. We'll see what happens. We have two more episodes left. Yes. This season. <laughs> At least we assume. I don't know if there's going to be... I don't think there's going to be more.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a picture of... Um,
0: oh, you found the promos.
1: Yeah. It's like sugary draped over Hattori in his uh, New Year's outfit. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, so we know that'll happen too, I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so it looks like it'll be student council and then New Year's. Yep. It's probably a nice contrast because it shows like Yuki having come so far and then having to go back to his... You know, mm-hmm. badness. <laughs>
0: yes. But then it's okay, because ha- won't that be but the he time... Confronts... he confronts... Akito, and then Hattori... Yeah. Hattori pats his head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yes. I hope they keep that in. This is all <laughs> important. They better keep that in. That's an important, important moment. <laughs> I guess the other thing from the episode that we haven't really talked about that much yet is that Haru and Rin's story continues, and so they had that... the moment where hero like it's mad and sasses haru for being nice to everybody Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that i guess Toru realizes that there's something going on between rin and haru and i don't know this i never buy this line of kisa being like oh are it's does haru like rin but you know whatever Mm -hmm. i think she was just thinking about them because she sees them together a lot right or like there was that scene where haru went to talk to her and kisa was there so hero or haru sorry hero hero went to talk to her and kisa was there Mm -hmm. yeah Oh, I don't
1: know. I think it was just supposed to be kind of like a cute little funny thing,
0: <laughs> maybe. Like it's like
1: uh you know, like her little like being like, oh, does he? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. And it's like, honey, no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I always yeah. liked that as a um a Toru moment though, as she like yes. picks up on the on the subtext.
0: Yes. <laughs> pretty quickly there. Yes.
1: With the uh, Haru and Rin.
0: I mean, it kind of makes sense. Didn't Haru? Didn't she talk? Did Rin talk to her about Haru? I forget.
1: I don't know if she did directly. She had a lot of internal monologuing. That's true. About how you know she doesn't want to take advantage
0: of kind people. Mhm. <laughs> kind people like Toru and Haru. <laughs> and probably Hiro too. I think that's why she's mean to him. Mm-hmm. Because she's mean to everybody who's nice to her, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess. Well, we kind of talked about it, but there's the Yuki and Machi stuff that's coming up, which will yep. be good. I'm excited about that. Mhm. We finally get to watch yeah, like you say more than like three lines in an episode. It'll mm-hmm. be nice. Yeah, you know, we get her dramatic backstory
1: and Yuki hanging out with uh, Kakiru <gasps> after school.
0: Kakiru's going to make him unfurl her bra, which was a great <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I loved it when they, like, show up and she's just, like, horrified and tries to slam the door. But yeah. he's like, we're here! he yeah. catches it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're coming in! <laughs> yeah. It is great. Their dynamic is very sibling-like. It's really yeah. funny. Even though I guess their parents tried to force them apart, they still have this, like, really funny, like... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kakiri's like
1: peak older brother in that chapter. <laughs> Pretty much,
0: yeah. He's peak older brother most of the time, but especially in that chapter. Yeah, <laughs> being annoying and forceful, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But like for her own good. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any other spoilery things to say. The thing is, because most of the play, yeah. most of the episode is taken up with Sword of Cinderella, it's like all their feels that we already kind of know about. Mm-hmm. They just revealed. Yeah, to I think the we. Cast. Yeah, I think so. we talked about it
1: when we did the manga. It's yeah, that it's like. It's not really reveals to the audience, it's <laughs> reveals to other members of the cast. Yes, so,
0: yeah. <laughs> the other kids, mm-hmm. the other characters, that's the word I was looking for, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now more people know things about each other, Yeah. slash they've <laughs> been revisited or whatever, like in Uo's case, like Toru, Uo before was like, I'm fine, everything's fine, but she's not fine, for example. Mm-hmm. All this and more next time on First Basket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is good. I really liked the play. I enjoyed it. It was really funny. Yeah, it was
1: good. It um, Like you always knew it would be something that would benefit from animating and it mm-hmm. definitely did.
0: <laughs> I also enjoyed the like, their like set elaborate sets and like little, the background music. It was really funny. Uh-huh. Like,
1: yeah. And I liked the bit when they, they're like going off to like try out the slipper and they do their little like fake yes. walking motion. <laughs> yeah. They like move
0: the, move the um, <laughs> set behind them and stuff, which is really yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. I don't think I've ever been in a, a play that was that a high school play that was that mm-hmm. elaborate. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's funny because it's like it was like like way more elaborate than a high school play would be. But at yes. the same time, like like if you look at the sets, it has like the crappy like painting jobs. Yes. People <laughs> don't know how to paint sets. and, yeah. <laughs> and stuff. they just get like in high okay, we make
0: like a castle and we use it here and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Why is it so streaky? It's
1: all the same color. I don't
0: understand. <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, like... Well, they won't notice
1: from the audience. Yeah. Exactly.
0: I just like the, um, the sign, the the sign to the school. It does look like a ransom note, which is really funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're like culture festival sign. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like this is
1: threatening. Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, it was good. And I'm glad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any other, any other, um, important thoughts on sort of Cinderella (laughs) or Cinderella ish, I should say.
1: It's always sort of Cinderella in my heart.
0: It is. It's still sort of Cinderella in my heart. I think the most important learning we can take away from this is that you don't have to be married to be a self-fulfilled a woman. You can have a Yakiniku shop with your sister. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to marry a prince. You just need a strong financial backer. I mean.
1: <laughs> I always loved it. The fairy godmother's just like, all right, prince, support them in their endeavor. Yeah. <laughs> it's like.
0: Yeah. And he's like, "Aren't you the one who's supposed to grant wishes?" <laughs> mm-hmm. I like how they also had the yakiniku on stage. They brought it to like the front of the stage, which I think is really funny. Like as a yeah, i was just like as a prop. Somebody was like, "We should have yakiniku on stage." <laughs> yeah,
1: it also looked really delicious. It did. Like, there, was, there was like a, a lot of detail,
0: close up <laughs> shot of the yakiniku being being fried. I was like, "That looks good." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to go back to Japan. Can we travel yet? Is COVID mm-hmm. over yet? <laughs>
1: I just thought, I thought of that the other day. I was like, I want to I go to Japan. I know.
0: It's so sad. I was thinking about
1: how much I wanted to just like go to a 7-Eleven and get onigiri and <laughs> eat it for breakfast.
0: <laughs> the most mundane possible thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can make my own onigiri, but it's a lot of effort. <laughs> like, But I could just walk to 7-Eleven and get a delicious onigiri for like a, like 200 yen or something insane probably. Yeah. And a bottle know. of
1: tea. Yeah. It's the best breakfast. <laughs> it's so sad.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Someday we'll be able to travel again. Yes. Someday. maybe next year maybe. i don't know maybe possibly <laughs> whenever i guess there's a vaccine question mm-hmm. where well, who knows but anyway we'll look forward to that day <laughs>
1: it'll probably be cheap for a while yeah probably
0: <laughs> or it'll be super packed with everybody who's like i've been wanting to travel for so long and mm-hmm. i canceled my vacation because of covid now i want to do it all right well good on that happy note <laughs> let's wrap it up next time we'll talk about episode 24 it'll be machi Yay. you're here you're here, Machi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you next time. And you were there and you were there. Yeah, Yuki's there. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>